I was thinking of this guy, Virgil Abloh. Yeah. Abloh. Yeah. Damn, I'm so out of touch. I don't care about shit. Um, <laughs> and how he just writes the name of the things on the things and then sells it. He had some sort of IKEA rollout, and it was like a toolbox, like red toolbox with white lettering, and I think it just said toolkit, and people were going crazy over it. Yeah. Um, it's like Supreme, you know. Yeah. Just get some plain shit. What's a one-word, punchy one-word phrase that would be enough to gain attention in a cult following? That you could put on a shirt, a cheap-ass shirt, and mark up 5,000%. Does it have to be, like, timely? To, like, Nah, just something that's electrifying. Just, just makes you think, like, oh, yeah, I like that. Micro. Mm-hmm. Makes you think. Oh, really makes you think. Yeah. <laughs> treat. I've always liked the word treat. <laughs> I've always liked that word. You could be like, teachers used to be like, oh, I have a treat for you. And it always sounded good, even if it was some dumb shit like a pop quiz or something. Um, treat has always been a happy word. I like treats. Uh, we make it plural. Treats. 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 Like if you just had like, yeah. That would be an ill brand, though. Like, you had a t-shirt that just said treats, mm-hmm. and then you had, like, a backpack that said treats. <laughs> like, some, like, velour sweatpants that just said treats. People were like, yo, is that being suggestive? It's like, or not? <laughs> then you have, like, yeah. treats kids. Yeah. <laughs> Lady treats. <laughs> like, like, baby fat. Like, food, like fat form. <laughs> All right, treats. Trademarked. Ugly baby too. Ugly baby? <laughs> just that phrase. Ugly baby. I just like the way it sounds, the way it sounds out your mouth when you say it. Ugly baby. Uh that could be a yeah. Could be a website. I don't know for what. Yeah, it's like bathing ape and all that dumb shit. Like ugly baby. Yeah. Yeah. We could do some like uh Basquiat shit. Take like some spray paint and just like put like a dot on a shirt and call it ugly baby. <laughs> Yeah. Or you could make it some like pseudo racial thing. You could just make like the logo be like a picture of like a black kid's face and be like, uh, "What are we supposed to do with this?" It's like, no, oh, it's just a, it's just a brand. <laughs> <laughs> are you? Do you think that baby's ugly? <laughs> That's on you. <laughs> That's funny. Welcome to Microaggressive. Two friends, two coasts, too much to talk about. BG in San Francisco. It's Jay from BK. Yo, rapper's dying, man. What the fuck? That shit is... It's crazy on multiple levels. Um, So... I will Pop shout out the fact rest in peace. Yeah, rest uh, in peace. I, I didn't really know his music and I thought he was just kind of obnoxious youngin, but nah, you know what? Um so I can't say I knew his music like that. I knew two songs. They had like a odd delivery, odd flow, but it it worked. Yeah. It wasn't really my music, but it did work. Um I just saw some video about fifty cent and I didn't even put two and two together that he does kind of sound like fifty cent. Um with like a different melody, different flow. Um, it's crazy that he grew up in Canarsie and that happened in California. LA, I know. Um, it's like you make it out of the hood to go to exactly. like renting a house in like beautiful parts of LA and you post this shit on Instagram and people are like, yo, I'm going to go take a shit. And they yeah, did. So he posted his life. address and he was showing off online. He's 20 though. So what are you going to do when you come in all this money and fame? Um, it's crazy because one of the lyrics in his most popular song is send me the Addy and we're going to slide. Like we're going to come over and get you. And that's exactly what happened, unfortunately. Um, like I said, I don't know his music. It's just sad because he was a kid. Like I remember when I was 20 on New Year's thinking about like, oh, where I'm going to be in like 15 years or, you know, 16 years from now. And here I am now kind of like seeing some of those things to fruition. And I'm like, damn, at 20? Like, even though he was successful, he didn't really have, like, a, a, life. a full life. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy.
sad. Just tragic shit, man. I don't know. It Not is. to be on some old man shit, but Not, and it's so it's so common. Yeah. Uh, even TMZ, they they tagged that story, and then beneath that was like some shit about I don't know Meghan Markle or some bullshit. Like it's so common that it's not even that big. It's like oh okay that happened. Yeah, uh, that's fucked up. I like it when my rappers die of natural causes. It's like yeah, make make it some shit like die of cancer or like don't die at all. But if you're gonna die, like make it some normal shit. It doesn't have to be like shot up on the Vegas Strip or like home invasion shit. Yeah. Well, that was a that was a. I know it's a weird start. way to start, but while we're on that topic, um, R.I.P. to Kobe, R.I.P. to his family, and can't even imagine that shit happening to me or like going through yeah, that for, it's the, been, for his wife. It's too. been so long since we've done this. This is just like we could probably just run through all the people that have died in the past month. Um, <laughs> it is because that was that was the end of January, and people people um, thought it was the death of the yeah. death of the podcast. It was not the death of the podcast. It was just life. Life happened. <laughs> life continued yeah. to happen. Yeah. Uh, that Kobe shit, not only was it, it was crazy because it brought up all the stuff from back in the day. And you think about it, how young he was. He was like a young dude who cheated on his wife and the situation happened in Colorado, which none of us ever going to know the real details. But if it happened in today's environment, because his statement, which was a statement they made him do, which did not admit guilt. But it was basically like I did something that it's you disagree with. Story, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is kind of a yeah. I don't know. It, it's and I wasn't there. And you weren't there. No one was there. Um, at the end of the day, he was. But a, on both sides, there was stuff uh, going. Don't there do, was don't do that. Both sides, obscurity. bullshit. Okay, Trump. There was some obscurity <laughs> on both sides, and that's all I'm going to say about that matter. But the bottom line is that the, the dude is, was gone, and I'm not going to get onto the Gail King thing and all that because she got killed for that. But my thing is just just let it breathe for a little bit, like wait a couple of months, like don't chase the headline and, and go for all the sensationalistic stuff. That like imagine first of all he's he passed away. Now imagine or realize the way that he passed away and who he was with when he passed away. And, you know, yes, kids and families surviving him who are still around, like, they don't want to hear that shit. Um, yeah, but give I mean, it some time. A, That's what they did. If I'm going to play devil's advocate, though. All right, play it. It's, it's part of his life, though. I mean, you can't, we can't, like, make people angels at but the But was end that of their the life. biggest thing? Like if no. if I let's say you know something happened to you tomorrow, I'm gonna be like, I will say it. I will say it. But um, yeah, it's like, come on, man. Like, give it a, a little bit of time. That was very quick. That was within like a week of this whole thing happening. Um, but you know that's that's Hollywood. That's the media and whatever. You don't have to turn on the TV. You don't have to watch it. But but I think uh, when like when you confront with the end. When you confront it with the end of life, it makes you think about the full life. And some of sitting with the end of life is dealing with the discomfort that happened in life. And it sucks, right? But whether like true or not. I, I don't think <laughs> allegedly. I gotta put um, that in there. I have to. Uh I don't know, man. Like like yeah, even with my own shit, like last year. Yeah, there's some sadness and stuff, but it's also like, I we also got to confront some of that real shit that happened, though some of that real shit that we didn't talk about, because it it pops back up, man. Like, and I'm sure, like, at the end of the day, his daughter, as far as I know, you know, innocent fourteen year old, you know, is like, damn, that's some tragic shit with your father, who's like going, like, it's just like some sad shit. I completely agree, but you know for everything that came out, you can't omit a chapter of somebody's life. But it's only one chapter. Yeah, especially you know? if and that chapter brings in the most views and the most clicks. Um, I've known somebody, maybe one or two, who've been in, I'm not going to say the exact situation, but the broader strokes of uh, the events that might have unfolded um, happened. <laughs> what, what are you talking about? Um, the Colorado situation? As big as possible. But I know somebody who was... A, I'm bringing it back to that. Yeah. Um, I know somebody not in that direct situation, but I know of somebody who had a situation that was a milder version of that. And um, 
it ended up not being true, but the repercussions of it and how it followed him afterwards, even though it wasn't true, is fucked up. It's fucked up. I I completely agree, but it's also, it's also, (laughs) you're like, I'm dropping the mic, shut the fuck up. (laughs) I know. I mean, it's, 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 uh, it'd be beating a dead horse. Like, um, it's not going to change anything. Um, it happened, and everybody has the you know it's out in the open. It's been out. But in I mean, it's 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 um, shitty. It's shitty for everybody, right? And like I've been listening to some shit about this Weinstein case and whatever. And that dude was just a fucking asshole. He was an asshole for like thirty years in the industry. Everybody knew. Everyone turns their life around, and he's ruining people's lives. All they were trying to do was do a job. You know what I mean, like they're like trying to be like hmm. his assistant, and he's like propositioning them, and then their life is ruined. You know, and he gets to like walk around like how big, big ugly ass man on campus. You know what I mean? And it's just like, yeah, that's fucked up too. So like, I totally hear like, how do you feel about? Go ahead. Go. Yeah. No, 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 no. Go. Where yeah. You I'll let that you. Harvey wants. No, no, no. You, you were. You about to say something? Good. <laughs> Harvey wants. He's an asshole. That's basically what I was going. To. It's like, yo, it's it's completely fucked so- up <laughs> for everybody in the situation. Period. What do you think about um, Gail King and um, Oprah not giving that as much attention as they have other celebrities, uh, the so, attention about all of their... Uh, so this is a broader conversation, right? It's like, do I do we have to root for everybody black even if some of the people black is fucked up? But when you have a, let's call them... I'm not going to say villain. That's the wrong word. In his case, Weinstein's case, I would say that. But you have this huge target and you don't really pay them any mind. Um, and you, even though you're hanging out with these people, they're executive producing projects that you're on. Um, but you focus on these other people. And yes, in this story, it just happened to be somebody who was um, from the same culture. But why didn't she say, ever say anything about these people? Um, she never went after these people. And that's the crazy part. So I think some of it, even the documentary that they tried to bury about Harvey Weinstein and everything. Um, she didn't want to bite the hand that fed her, but her hypocrisy to me was so evident and she still hasn't really said much about it. Um, and Gail King too. So I, same thing. And then Gail King with, um, who was that dude? Charlie Rose. Yeah. She said, even with the allegations that came out, that was her friend. And, you know, she still talked to him after the event. But when she was confronting Lisa Leslie and Lisa Leslie said, I didn't think that Kobe would do something like that. She's like, oh, but he was close to you and he was your friend. So you probably didn't see it. So how can you apply that logic to her and not to you with Charlie Rose, even though it came out that he definitely confirmed, absolutely did it? Yeah, I mean, the way I look at it is a lot of times people get protected by people because we suspend disbelief and then in some ways we continue to victimize victims like unintentionally like russell simmons like here's the thing like i think life is all about the gray area right like we are not taught in society how to have conversations around consent there's all this like machismo bullshit there's all this like rom-com bullshit where you got to be like a weak Mm -hmm. woman and so it's like we're just all really bad at this shit um but like someone like Russell Simmons, who I've heard stories about, and I'm, you know, I don't want to get sued for anything. Like, you know, you hear stories about the music industry, you hear stories about the entertainment industry. So the fact that mm-hmm. there was a black woman who yeah. actually was like a pretty connected black woman, like her parents were like politicians and shit, who had accused Russell Simmons of some like real shit years ago, and no one said anything, you know? So then they come out with this documentary, Oprah supporting it, and then people are like, yo, why are you going after Russell Simmons? It's like, why did no one go after Russell Simmons before? And it's oh, it's the same. Which should have happened, absolutely. So like, I don't, uh, I don't see race. I sound like a liberal white person. Um, like I see assholes. I see assholes and protectors. So so like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Ain't enough time in the day to go after everybody, right? So, but I feel like all the gang gang up on Gale with like Fifty and Snoop, and it's just like, yo, just stop being ignorant, be like. <laughs> like, yeah, he he took it too far. I get the it was emotion. People were acting off of emotion. Um, but stop making saints out of sinners, man, uh, and stop making sinners out of saints. Like we're all we're all complicated people. And like at the end of the day, like mm-hmm. yo, 
Kobe is a father who lost his daughter and his wife is like a widow with three. Oh, he got like a fucking nine month old or some shit. It's like, that's some crazy shit. But it's also yeah, like, yeah. Kobe was not a saint in his life. I'm not even talking about the Colorado shit. It's like, he was sometimes an asshole, right? And like, he, he yeah, that's but he grew up. People. <laughs> You're assholes sometimes. Um, <laughs> I'm assholes sometimes. I mean, like, he was in a public spotlight since he was 17. Part of it is like, you saw him mature. But like, yeah, it's like this dude, 20 years old, acting like an idiot, popping off on Instagram. <laughs> it's like, yo, um, you play with fire, sometimes you get burned. You hope you have a chance to come back from it. Sometimes you don't. Um, I don't know. It's some sad shit, man. It's like, but yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to protect people just because they look like me or have some affinity to them. Um, if they're just like doing dirt, you know, but I'm not going to say they're dirtier than anybody else. Like I was talking to somebody at work today. It's like, I don't, I'm saying, yeah, it's like, I don't everybody. like, I actually, I don't mind paying taxes right now. You know, it's like tax season. I don't, I don't mind paying taxes because I flush the toilet mm-hmm. and my shit goes someplace. I don't have to think about it. Thank you. My taxes. What pisses me off mm-hmm. is there's a lot of people that don't fucking pay their taxes. You know what I mean, it's like, make this mm-hmm. shit fair. Like a fucking president probably hasn't paid taxes in 20 years because he does some dumb business deals and then carries a loss that's like inflated and then he doesn't have to pay taxes. That's some bullshit. It's mm-hmm. like, it's yeah. like, let his toilets clog up. He didn't pay his fucking taxes. Like don't, don't service his shit. No, <laughs> like we all, we all benefit mm-hmm. from the same stuff. So the fact that the system is set up that like rich people stay rich, you know, assholes like stay in power and, you know, this is some of us just like like idiots following the rules. Oh, like, yeah, <laughs> that'll make some revolution. That's why Bernie Sanders is like getting votes, right? People are like, yo, fuck this shit. This game is rigged. <laughs> um, but I am. This was not an endorsement of Bernie Sanders. I'll make that clear. No, seemed like good. it. Yeah, <laughs> I grew up oh, in New York. Bert. I don't need a cantankerous um, old Jewish guy <laughs> yelling at me. I'm good. <laughs> uh, Bloomberg's another one, right? It's like objectively like i don't mind dude but like objectively like he also did some fucked up shit <laughs> but like all of them did yeah <laughs> uh, did you ever get stopped in frist um no i've never i was never outside <laughs> i was a fucking hermit when i was a kid <laughs> i didn't get stopped in frist i definitely there was a few times again like, on a subway one time this plainclothes cop like followed me up the stairs and I was like, yo, show me, show me your Metro card. And I was like, what? So is he, I had the student Metro card, but he thought I wasn't in school. So I had to pull out my school ID. Thank God we got school IDs. I'm like, yo, really? Mm-hmm. This is, this is what you're spending your time on transit cop. <laughs> it's like, okay. They got to meet those quotas. Gotta meet those quotas. And I guess I looked much, I looked mature. I didn't look like a high school kid, but yes. <laughs> see, I remember being 18 with you guys in, I think we went to a movie or something and it was my birthday and they wouldn't let me into the movie theater <laughs> or I couldn't go and see I the movie. I do remember that. <laughs> so I, uh, I never had a, people always thought I was younger than I was. So I never had a problem with people. And as you once said about me, person. I have the look of an old ass black man who's been working for 40 years. <laughs> <laughs> That's accurate. You're shaving the years off though. You're running now. You look, I know. I'm look. I, I'm doing some Benjamin Button shit. I'm looking younger the older I get, <laughs> except for this fucking hair. I agree with that. Yeah, Thank right. you. Thank you. Right. You hear that, ladies? Go for the baldy. I have to because this hairline is oh, it's not cooperating. You could tattoo it in that and get LeBron? that. Um, what was that shit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you ever see when his uh, his headband pushed this shit back? That wig it had to be a wig, and um, I think it was. Anthony Davis that called him out and was telling him it's it's on YouTube. That's funny. Assist. But with all that money, why don't you just go to uh, Bosley and, and knock that shit out? There's an off season. <laughs> I feel like we've already done it. And you can't be in in LA as a Laker and um, not get your Hollywood on. I mean, I'm, I'm good. I, uh, I I'm a, I'm just gonna embrace the Baldy. It's just too much fucking maintenance. B. It's like. Those wigs, though, those male wigs, have you ever seen those videos? They're fascinating. No. They will take like somebody with a, like no hair at all and put some 80s 
Like let just like kid and play shit. Let just in their let head. Your soul glow. <laughs> but they said it's it's five hours to get these things done, which is insane. Yeah. It's like a beauty salon. I'm both cheap and they don't have a lot of time, so it's a perfect combination for me to be happy with my bald ass. Preying on people's insecurities is always good money. Exactly. Speaking of which, what's our idea of the week? I feel like, like part of 2020, we were supposed to, something was supposed to pop off from the entrepreneurial microaggressive industries. Um, I feel like there should be these sort of um, self-fulfilling prophecy items. Mm. I saw somebody who had a mug and on the mug, it said something. What did it say? I think like it was problematic. Food solves everything. That's what it was. There was a slogan on the cup or the bowl. It was a big bowl to like an extra large um, version of a mm-hmm. coffee cup or mm-hmm. a mug. But it said food solves everything. So what if you just um, encourage people to like indulge in their vices and just make it okay? Mm. Mm. I like it. I like it. It feels like hipster t-shirts, which has been done already. Yeah. But, you know. There's always it. room. You flip it. I feel like we got to do something where, like, you know, how, like those, like, uh, you take like those people who, like, the Gwyneth Paltrow types. You take some like mm. semi-inspirational hip hop lyric and put it on like an oversized mm. T-shirt, like off the shoulder, and they'll just wear it. Mm. Like spiritual gangster, all that shit. I feel yeah, like we got like deep cut, deep cut like hip hop lyrics. Like, <laughs> what's some MF Doom shit we could put on a T-shirt? <laughs> That you get somebody from like Goop to buy. Mm. Yeah. Uh, it's not the strongest idea, but I feel like I feel like nah, you just make it sound deeper. You put a little paragraph with the mug. Um, every time I came home with problems, my grandmother would solve it with uh, some cookies. She would bake. And by the time she finished cooking and they were out the oven, I felt like everything was better. Dot, dot, dot. Food solves everything. And now it's like a heartwarming thing. Yeah, and then you got to give a you got to give a dollar to like underprivileged children in the ghetto. Yeah, yeah, that that <laughs> except that'll be us. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's uh, you probably shouldn't admit tax fraud on a podcast, but uh, for the future. <laughs> yeah, I was listening to some shit about. Um, did we talk about uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's uh, vagina candle, and then Erica Badu came out with her own vagina candle? So did she come? I know she mentioned she was going to make one from like old cut up used underwear or something like that, but I don't know if she was just joking or if she really is going to do this. With Erica, you never know. You never know. (laughs) Yeah. If anybody could do it, it would be her. Yeah. And, you know, if Gwen Faltrow could do it, like, again, you don't want to root for somebody just because they're on the team, but (laughs) it's like, you know, people want people some variety in their candles. Yeah, and they said that candle sold out too. That's that's crazy to me. So um, yeah, the, her whole I know she I know she knows that this is all bullshit. And she sat with somebody and just like we did for that cup, she planned out this whole trajectory of this uh company she's doing and she just she's an actress, so she gives off the illusion that she truly believes it. I don't think she does. I think she's like, let me see what I can sell these idiots. <laughs> What's yeah, on wholesale I, from China? Exactly. Yeah, I actually uh, that's the biggest hustler right there. I yeah, I'll be yeah. I'll be on the, I'll be on the team. What up, Gwyneth? We went to private school in New York. We peoples. Ah, <laughs> uh, I don't approve that message. But yeah, I do not approve that message either. Uh, uh, speaking of not to give too many details away, did you get our our high school's little winter magazine update? Ah, <clears throat> uh, no. I just got mine. My mom is like my secretary. She gets them and then she'll look and be like, oh, B, put something in there. I'll check it out. But if she doesn't say anything, I come to the house. I'm like, oh, cool. Flip through it. Look for some black people in the pictures. (laughs) And I toss it. Um, So like always, there's a picture on the cover, two white kids and a black kid. Uh, He looks biracial. He got the curls, Um, you know, mm -hmm. working on a science problem together. It's like, uh, gotta love, Mm -hmm. gotta love a Brooklyn private school. Um, STEM. But <laughs> uh, I'll try and say this in a way that doesn't give away too many details. Um, there's a marriage update from somebody I used to deal with. Uh, oh. something, a certain person I used to deal with 
in a, yeah. a situation that uh i think uh, i already know you already know what i'm talking about uh this is gonna make for great content uh, what, okay. uh, a street a street corner named desire i think is uh <laughs> oh you lost me really that Wait. was like yeah street corner named desire what? Really? Give me one more thing. I mean, I think it could only be one person. I as soon as you said that, I thought of one person. Uh, short. A lot of short people. <laughs> We're short. <laughs> I don't want to have to say a name because I gotta bleep it out. I don't want to do all that work and post. Okay, um, don't do it. Right. Don't do it. Hold on. All right, keep talking. Keep talking. All right. So that person is getting married. I sent you a mm-hmm. picture of that person years ago, a couple, like a year or two ago, because they lived out in SF. And it was like the joke. You should be like, yeah, you should hit her up right now. I'm like, nah, it's been 20 years. Mm. But that person is now getting married. So high school updates. Uh, everyone is, uh, everyone's getting married except for me. And I'm still okay with that for now. Nope. That is not the person. Oh, you just said for that. Who the fuck is it? Uh, was in. Uh, that person's already married. The one you just. Uh, like recently, right? Yeah. Like a couple years. Okay. Uh uh mariachi mariachi that should help you oh <laughs> oh okay yeah. you could have you could have said a lot of uh oh i got your street car named desire yeah street corner named desire yeah i would have said dna uh, that would have gave it away but no 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 that's cool um should we, should we delete I, I this honestly, whole part of the podcast? Because people will be like, what the fuck are they talking about? Nah, so let's, well, we can just delete it later. But <laughs> I, I thought she was a lesbian. <laughs> I did think she was a lesbian. I think she was, I think she was um, bi at one point. Okay, that makes sense. All right. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. You know, well, the, kid, you know the kids these days. Every, everyone's <laughs> pansexual. Yeah. Uh, s- s- yes. <laughs> It's true. true. I was like, yeah, we were we were just horny in high school too. <laughs> we didn't we didn't have these complicated <laughs> ass names. Yeah. Um I uh little bit of a little bit of an update on my end. Updating the dating profiles uh mm-hmm. to make it a little bit less about the uh the non-monogamy. Uh I've basically been like, yo, I've done it all like We'll figure it out. Don't live through it all. Yeah. Done, Quiet storm. Don't see it at all. What else can we? <laughs> I will start. The, I will start rapping. So don't start. Um, but uh, but yeah. So I was having this conversation with my therapist. Right. Like I feel like I was going through a, a minute where I got a lot of uh, uh, you're typing furiously there, my friend. <laughs> so, oh, uh, I'm feeling creative. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Oh, it's a yeah. sensitive microphone, dude. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, no, nah, I feel like I was—I had this. Uh, as as we've discussed, the winters. I don't like winter. Um, I go through like my whatever shit in the winter. Um, this winter was no exception. A lot of shit was going on, so I was like, ah, fuck this shit, and uh, you know, ended up in a, a place where I was like, I, right, you know. I think I'm in a good place. Let me, you know, start dating again. Mm-hmm. And just was not not getting a lot of quality. A lot of flaky people. Mm. A lot of like people mm-hmm. ghosting. And I'm just like, yo, I'm too old for this shit, man. Like, be real with adults. So my therapist, she was like, yo, do you think dating non-monogamous or like poly or whatever people, there's just like a higher flake factor? And I was like, probably. <laughs> right? Um, but I was like, yeah, like that's not all that I am, right? That's just like I'm just upfront with it. Mm-hmm. So people like don't it's like, yo, if it's not your it's not your it's not your jam, like let's move on. But it's like, you know what? Maybe I'm making it too prominent. You know what I mean? It's like it's like and this is a very, very rough analogy. But you know, some people are bisexual and then, you know, they get married to a, a partner of, you know, the opposite sex. Uh but they're like I'm still bisexual. Like, <laughs> like I'm happily marrying you, but like being bisexual is like who I am. So like they got to figure that out in the context of their relationship or that person suppresses that part of who they are, which I don't know. And I was like, yo, maybe it's True. something similar to me. It's like, I have had successful relationships, faithful, all that shit. 
who like that look monogamous and are monogamous, I guess. But it's like, I think I'm more a non-monogamous person. Um, so maybe it's like my equivalent of being like somebody being like, oh, I'm bisexual, but I'm still like committing to you. Um, so that's my current hypothesis. So we'll see if that will be less flakes in the, uh, in the dating pool. On dating sites where people are more non-monogamous, do you find that there are a lot of people on there who are, I guess, tolerant of their partner being non-monogamous, but they are exclusive to the partner? Yeah, I think you get all types of combinations, right? You'll get people who are like, I'm married and we have an open marriage. Or you'll be like, people will be like, we have an open relationship, but my partner doesn't really date, but I do. Or you'll be Got like, yeah, I mean, particularly, I think it's becoming quote unquote more mainstream, right? So it's funny because it's like, you know, you tell people about it and some people are like, ah, that shit is crazy. I was like, I don't think it's that crazy. I think to me, the whole joint is about communicating your wants and your needs and like figuring out with the partner, which is the same shit you should be doing <laughs> in any type of relationship, like marriage, like normal monogamous shit. Most people don't. They just like, uh, we don't have to talk about that shit. It's like, no, you probably should. So I'm just putting it up front. Like, I want to talk about this. I want to negotiate it. But I was thinking about it. Like my, my mom, it was my mom had this friend who... Uh, I don't want to talk too much of her business, but she had a friend who was dating this guy who was married, right? And it was just like a thing. Like you knew like so-and-so was like, oh, that's her, that's her partner. But like he had a wife and kids or whatever. And I remember when I was young, I'd be like, so, it'd be like, oh, you know, they just have a situation. And that's, I'm just like, okay. <laughs> it was like, oh, you know, like you had some families like, you know, that's just uncle whatever and his friend. And it's just mm -hmm. like, nah, people have been doing this shit forever. Um, or just being even worse and being, uh, you know, adulterous. <laughs> so it's like, all I'm doing is putting it out there. But that doesn't mean it gives you license to be an asshole. It doesn't give you license to treat people like shit. So I think I had a, like a high True. peak of people who are just like, just shitty people. They happen to be non-monogamous. I was like, yo, maybe I'll just like take that down a little bit, but I'm not going to bait and switch anybody. It's just like, yo, you want to talk about it? We can talk mm -hmm. about it, but that's not what I lead with. So we'll see. I'm curious. I'm interested. Me too. Keep us posted. Me too. Uh, you know, <laughs> I'm getting more comfortable discussing this uh, with people I've like you. That. Perhaps with the entire Vanillas, listening audience. Vanillas. <laughs> the wafers. Um, vanilla wafers. Nothing. Okay. Mm. Yeah. No, no, I laughed. It was good I one. Laughed. It was low, though. That was, that was pity laugh. It was pity laugh. <laughs> no. It was laugh. laugh. Um, oh. <laughs> so this is, is going to be the controversial topic of the week. So we're talking about uh, Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade's kid who came out as mm. trans. Yes. Yep. And yeah, you had, you had a, you thought, was it, was it too young for mm -hmm. the kid to declare that they were trans? Mm -hmm. Why do you think? No, that, no, no, not. Not declare what I was saying was the article mentioned that, um, first of all, it's very suspicious that all this stuff, I guess, I wouldn't even say gets leaked. I'm guessing they tell reporters. Um, so to make the focus of Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade, their son and their sexuality, and then talk about how, like, you uh, went uh, to the I'm cast of which was going to correct you. What? It's not the sexuality, it's their gender identity, oh and it's God. different. Okay. I'm sorry, V. So, I'm trying to help you. I know, I'm, I'm not, not, not going to brush it off. I am behind on those terms. Bear with me. I'm an old know, person now. Um, this is why I'm your, this why I'm your no, friend. No, I'm talking. Okay. Got you. But I might <laughs> not making, remember that. I'm waking your no ass up. To, to woke. <laughs> My point is, it's a 12-year-old kid. Like, why is that? Why is this public? First off, that's personal, whatever his decision is. 
why why are you on TV like doing these interviews and and putting these stories out to the press? I get that it's trying to uh, trying to show support for your kid. Yeah. Hello. It's trying to normalize it. Oh, uh, but the cynic, but but the cynic in me is is just to further your guys' careers and your spotlight and your attention. So that was my first thing. Of course. Um, yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Simple. <laughs> you answered my question. Okay. Thank you. But um, but imagine they weren't celebrities. Imagine they were just mm-hmm. people who are like telling all their friends and telling the people in their world that their kid is trans and going through uh, this transition and that they love them and they want to support them. Could you look at it at that lens? It's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. So they just I, have. I, so I just happen to be remove like, the cynicism from it. Okay. It's the way that they're going about it, which leaves a bad taste in my mouth. Because it seems like I said a personal thing. You tell that to your family and close friends and teachers and and schools and whatever organizations your kids involved in, but to make it public in this way, it seems self serving. They're celebrities, and they and post they post pictures of the kids all the time, which is you could argue a whole another thing. So then they're going to post pictures of the kid that's going to look different over time. It's like Magic Johnson's son. I think I'm not sure as fully. I, I was, I'm not going to speak on it, but you know, I think I remember Magic and his wife were like they had to be like, you know, we support our our kid, and but it's like one of those things where people, well, they didn't say anything for a minute, and people would just be like asking questions and whatever. So you could argue were they trying to protect the kid by just putting it out there because they are people that put their family so, out there, which you could argue is self serving, which I agree, <laughs> but. So I think maybe that's what it is too. Back when Magic Johnson's kid was a kid, um, you didn't have social media where you could post yeah. something every couple of days or yeah. you stay on some news cycle. But that's what it seems like they're doing. And like I said, um, I'm sure they're supportive of him. It's just the way that it's being put out there and the way that they're doing this circuit right now for it, it just seems off to me. It seems like a personal matter. Uh yeah. That's that's yeah, it. It's hard because they are public figures, unfortunately. Like I don't really care that much about them. Um, but they are public mm-hmm. figures, so by extension, a lot of their privacy they've given up because they profit from it. But so, your kid doesn't have to give it up. You don't have to give it up, give up your kid's privacy. So do you post any of your kid, uh your uh a little J or a jam? <laughs> do you post them on like any Instagram or anything? I don't have Instagram. Does, I don't have Twitter. Does Mrs. J on any public, any social media, any public social media? As far as I know, no. <laughs> um, she's. I mean, I told you she had a. She has a business where she um, puts pictures up. So I think there might be like a leg in there, advertising her company, but a full frontal facial picture, no. <laughs> Okay. Very childish. I, Very childish. I, I wasn't laughing at that. Talking about the youth. Um, <laughs> Good. Yeah. Yeah. Is I per but why? Because I think so. I, like when I'm on like a dating site, there's a few things that will make me automatically like swipe left. Be like, nah. You have a picture of a kid in there. Hmm. Nah. Why you got a kid on a dating site? Yeah. We're good. Even if it's sure. your kid, is like. I mean, I, I support single moms, I, but you know, do you? I do. T- I do too. The evidence will show. However, um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't need the kid in the dating site. It's just like, yeah, it's just like poor judgment. <laughs> like, yeah, it um, is. It is. Also, if you got too many Snapchat filters on your face, and it's like, uh, we're good. We're good. Poor, yeah, that's poor judgment. <laughs> um, so yeah, like kids can be part of your life, but like give them a little bit of privacy. Give them a little bit of choice. Um, at some point in their life, but I don't know some people just fucking overshare everything. Yeah, it's the equivalent of going to work and somebody's getting married, and all they're talking about is their fiance. All of a sudden, they learned that word, my fiance. This that was a Seinfeld episode too. Um, but it's like, okay, we get it. Like you just had to say it once. Um, just shut up. <laughs> like we heard you the first time. Uh, yeah, yeah. I feel like. I feel like you're going to love your kid no matter what. You'll be proud of your kid no matter what. And some people just get a little too prideful about their kid. But in this case, I think yeah, yeah, 
showing this outward support is probably really important for somebody in a very precarious identity moment in their life. I get that. But yeah, you don't need to be on that. Ellen. And I don't know. That's just... But people eat this shit up, man. Like, fucking Wendy Williams, Ellen. Like, And look, it's actually, in some ways, you could argue, it's creating a conversation that people wouldn't have. Like, there's been trans people forever, but no one used to talk about that shit. And mm-hmm. now we talk about it as a society. Mm-hmm. The same way, like, there were always gay people. True. But, you know, it was just like... Mm-hmm. Uncle John has a roommate, a friend. <laughs> it's like, mm, that doesn't make sense. Okay. <laughs> and now people just say it. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, I feel like we need a fun topic. Um. Oh, <laughs> did you? This isn't funny. Uh-huh. It is funny. I feel though. like, I feel like you, you had a lot of rants the past couple of weeks. A lot of, a lot of. I did. I told you when you when you don't catch me when the energy is uh, surging, you get some introspective, <laughs> sad, <laughs> morbid shit. Um, but when I'm feeling animated, that's what you get to. Uh, right now, though, I was reading a story about the superhero. Do you remember this black superhero that was in Seattle that wore like the costume and he was walking around um, like fighting a real crime? Person. Yeah, real yeah. people are not superheroes. So let's be real. So basically, it was just a black See, dude now. with a costume. No, no, this was a he was a, he was the closest thing to a superhero um, that I've ever heard of. He was like a mixed martial arts. What I'm just saying, my microphone is good, but I don't think it really captured how much I was sucking my teeth at this. Go ahead. Anyway, so this guy, he was a mixed martial art taekwondo world champion or something he was a mixed martial arts fighter <laughs> he started going out and he broke up a fight um one time and i guess you know fit active guy he broke up a fight i guess he thought it was fun to do so he started going out and patrolling um the town after like clubs closed and bars are closing and he would stop fights and everything <laughs> so it's interesting because in the beginning it's it, this is a movie and i think um you know dwight from uh the office dwight from the office came out with a movie that was very very similar to the topic but i'll tell this guy's story he was um walking around solving crimes um he at one point he was on a roof just patrolling the streets for crime and he saw a robbery and then he had to climb down from the uh the rooftop and it took him like five or ten minutes and then he got down there and then this girl who was a bystander was like yo why are you on the building if you're trying to fight crime? Like, they already got away and you didn't do anything. So he was getting shitted on. He bought a, a net gun and he, or like a net or something, he somehow got caught in the net and then he fell into some water. <laughs> he fell into some. <laughs> now, left. He fell into some water and the cops had to come. I'm so and curious why the fuck you're telling this story. <laughs> I've got to see where this fascinating. shit ends. <laughs> His story needs to be told. No, it so and, and it's crazy. So no, it listen, doesn't. listen, listen. So he he gets the the gun and they laugh at him, right? He's in the in the pool of water. They're taking pictures and they're laughing at him. Um, at one point he's he's walking around with one of those tearaway suits. So he has a little bit of um cushioning underneath. And whenever something pops off, he rips off the the suit and he goes and he fights the crime. Um, so he realized one time he was trying to stop a guy who was breaking into a car and the guy turned around with a knife and I think he stabbed him and. The, the superhero dude is like, yo, what am I doing with my life? Like, I'm out here looking crazy at night trying to stop crimes with no protection. So he ends up going and upgrading to like a knife proof or gun proof um, suit and mask. Now he has like the official thing that he's wearing. So he's fighting crime. He has like his friends who are posing as these homeless people and they're patrolling the area and they report to him when they see any crime that's going on. Um, like I said, he has the bulletproof vest. And then what happens is he um he gets caught because he tries to break up a fight with um, pepper spray. And the, the lady that I think he's trying to help who was arguing with this of guy course. turns against him. So the cops come and they they take him to court and they end up releasing his name. He comes into the courtroom and he's wearing the mask um, and the rest of it is just regular clothes. And then he unmasks himself, right? So now his name is out there um, and he's public. So he happened to be working a job with kids. And because this record was now released and he has something on his record, he wasn't allowed to work with kids anymore. So he loses his job, right? 
he continues to fight crime. Um, it's like hit or miss. He has some successes, some failures. And finally, because he can't get a job anymore, uh, he decides he's going to retire from crime because he realizes that nothing changes. There's always going to be crime. Um, so around 2019, he retires, right? And he can't get a job. He can't do what he's passionate about. So you find out, I think a couple of months ago, he gets caught. Now he's selling drugs. He got caught with like MDMA. So now he's in jail or he's going to jail. This is super. But like, that's his entire life story as a superhero. Yeah. And crazy as shit. There was a super, there was a villain. There was a villain in real life. This is crazy to me. There was a villain in real life who I guess. Okay. No, no. He, he fed off of this guy's vibe and then he created his own character who was this guy's arch villain. And he would post these YouTube videos where he's like, I'll, I'll get you bad guy, blah, blah, blah. And this is Seattle. This is our world. But I think that's a crazy story. You got a black dude who was doing his own independent shit. He got a charge. He lost his job. He couldn't get honest work and got arrested right, for drugs. So I'm, ra- I'm raising my hand. It's fucked up. So he was in shape, you said. He cared about the community. He wanted to fight mm-hmm. crime. Why didn't he join mm-hmm. the fucking cops? Maybe he didn't like the cops. <laughs> the cops were laughing at him with the net gun in the water. Did you not hear my story? They're not his friends. He had to go outside the law, like a true superhero. He Stop had to take him to your own hands. Superhero, yeah, nah, he- I'm going to call him a superhero. Oh. And I wish I knew his name. I feel like I got to Google it now just to say it out there. But um, right. they should make a story I was about to say, that. This, did, this should be... We should make a podcast about him. We should mm. we put some quirky music, you know, like look at him, look uh, on the rooftops of Seattle. Um, yo, and we could like we could put money to his commissary, get him to do some jailhouse interviews with us. Yeah, <laughs> do some re- do, do some research on this. I will. I will support Phoenix Jones. Jesus. That's his name. Oh, that's, Phoenix Jones. Uh, that sounds like either a stripper name or like some dude from like 1974. Nah, that's a cool Phoenix name. Yeah. And he had a flat top. So when his hat is on, Come um, on when his mask is on, it's Come like on, a regular dude. head. He pulls it off. He has like a seven inch flat top. <laughs> He's like a cartoon. What do you, where did you read this shit? Is this shit real? What is, what is your news yeah. source? Phoenix. It's been in the news. It's been off and on in the news because it was like one of those weird um, local news reports that got some mainstream attention because it was like, let this idiot. He's out here doing this dumb shit. And then every couple of years, you would see something come out with him. And then finally, I I read. It was like uh, on Google, like, like one of the first it's searches. It's like only like three black people in Seattle. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> that was like, my first thing. Doing, so me? initially, when I first heard it the first time, I was like, this guy's going to die. Yeah, like, somebody's like, going to shoot him. And I guess that's when he smartened up and he got I'm the saying, bulletproof. Uh, Once the Supersonics left Seattle, the population of black people went down by like half. <laughs> <laughs> We're in the, he got the Sean Kemp haircut. Come on. That looks <laughs> can't, uh, can't protect everybody. So what happened to the villain? What happened to the supervillain? I don't know. Um, and he had a whole team. Other people started joining in and they were doing their own crime fighting, but they, I think they left <laughs> after a while. Uh, but he had like a legion of superheroes that would just so patrol the streets. During the day, like is a bus driver, works at like a daycare center. And then, and then at like Work five o'clock, yeah. Yeah. like, what are you up to tonight? Oh, nothing. <laughs> it's like, why do you have Crazy. that scar on your on your elbow, Mr. Jones? It's like, oh, scraped in my jujitsu fighting. What is this? It's just, just like, oh my God. You sure you haven't been drinking? Nah, this, I can't believe this isn't fascinating to you. This guy was out there risking his life, and you're you're in your house, podcasting. What, what the fuck? Self preservation. We just talked about how we didn't get stopped in first as children because we were out here. We was in the house doing shit. Trying to be out back, in the world on some superhero shit. <laughs> I mean, I'm walking down the street. Old ladies like grab their purses. They ain't gonna try to let me help them. Fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. Um uh what do we listen to this week? It feels like uh what's been interesting. Um I'm gonna play Quiet Storm, yeah. Mob Deep. Um I'm gonna play a pop smoke song. 
I want to do uh, a Keitrananda. That dude, the uh, DJ dude. Yeah, what about came out album? Like, yeah, just put one of his joints on. Uh, okay, you got to give me uh, one specifically. I'll look it up. Um, you like Keitrananda? He's he's on my radar, yeah. but. It's not really it's not some like dancey. You know, he's got some shit with Pac and stuff. Um, Pac just put out the yeah. instrumental to uh, Ventura, I think. Um, mm. well, uh, Lupe, I think, just put something out. Yeah, Lupe put out like four songs. Yeah, um, he did. Well, I thought he retired. Like, he retires and comes back. Yeah. <laughs> they thought we retired. We didn't record for a month. Um, he had this crazy song back in the day. I'm gonna play something from Lupe, uh, like an old song before he found out, before he got to that Lupe flow and personality. And early Lupe, I probably won't be on uh, Spotify. You you were saying some blasphemous shit the other day, saying that uh, Sade was just a watered down Billy Holiday. Uh, Do you want to speak on this? I said that to get you mad because so you were hating on Snow Allegra. You said she was a bootleg Sade and maybe like physically from far away. I could see that. But I do think Snow Allegra is uh, talented. I always play that song that I send to y'all in that group chat um, time. The song she made, which I thought was about love. It was about her dad that died. So they added a little layer to it. Um, She came out with an album last year that was really good. She's been consistent. Um, so when you said she was a fake Sade, I was just thinking, you know, who had a Sade kind of vibe if I had to pick from a couple of generations before her? Billie Holiday was a stretch, but I just want to make you mad. Right, well, and that's why I said it. Well done. I'm trying to hurt your feelings. Well, well done. Well done. I just put on some Sade. So we'll put Billie Holiday on there now. And and Sade and Snow and Allegra. Sade. And let the people decide. And Snow Allegra. Yeah. There you go. Let the people decide. I was... um watching i think vh1 or mtv jams um and they were playing a boys to men video <laughs> it was um coolie high harmony was that the name of that one yeah. it was all one word yeah was that the name of that song yeah, yeah. oh that was the did album you ever notice in that video <laughs> yeah but i think it was also the single yeah okay. um mm, da, da, mm. that's do you ever realize how michael vivis is always doing Motown Philly, yeah. my bad. Coolie High Harmony yeah. was the album. Right. Yeah. Um, Michael Bivens always puts himself in a weird position in that video. Um, at one point when he's talking, he's like, he's under a table for no reason because nobody's sitting at the table. He's just crouching <laughs> under a table talking. And then another time, he's like in a bathroom taking a dump and then the door pops open and he starts talking to the camera. And <laughs> he's just sitting there rapping. It's it, Go back and watch that video. I don't know why as the... You found boys to men. Like, why are you, why are you shitting on the toilet, <laughs> hiding under a table? I feel like I feel Weird. like the subtext of this podcast is we become boys to men truthers. <laughs> like, like what really happened to that fourth dude? <laughs> why is Michael Bivens so weird in the videos? <laughs> when we're finally big enough to get guests on this show, I think we got. I think we got mm. the three fourths of boys to men. No, what we should do is have the other dude in boys to men. Have him come on. Some like true Hollywood story mm. shit. He's still true. alive, right? He's still alive. That's what they say. Okay. That's what they say. Oh, as I'm saying this, here's another scene <laughs> for another video where Michael Bivison is is sitting on a um a basketball hoop <laughs> for no reason. Like, how'd he get up there? He's mad short. I think I remember and the video. You're talking. He's I like, want to say it was yeah. crisscross. <laughs> Yeah, poison was a po- no. It wasn't poison. Damn, what was it? Fuck, that's gonna bug me now. I'll find it and then I'll put it on. <laughs> I'll put it on the playlist. A whole bunch of useless shit on the playlist today. Uh, uh, you know, one would think that after not being uh <laughs> recording for a month, we'd be crisper and have a real strong episode. They would be <laughs> sadly mistaken. Nope. Ah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Uh, this episode makes no sense. What have we learned this week? <laughs> they never do. <laughs> they never do. But we still um, do them. We still do them. <laughs> we learned you got to be safe. All jokes aside, be safe wherever you are. Be aware of your surroundings. 
and the people you're with and the situations you might find yourself in because you never know when something could happen. That's something I learned. <laughs> or am I reminded of? Oh, okay. Reminded of. Have you ever been in a in a situation where you're like, I know this is a dumb idea. And like I could be seriously harmed or not make it out of this situation. That's that's what that's what microaggressive after dark is some of my, <laughs> some of my dating stories. <laughs> <laughs> It was like it was like that time we were in Vegas and you were passed out and I and I mm. went out. Mm. <laughs> it was definitely yeah. oh, there was yeah, definitely yeah. moments I was like, yeah, that would I was like I would have been crazy. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I would not have known. I would have been charged with whatever happened. I would have been in jail. That's true. Fuck you, B. Yeah, I should I should yeah. left you a note. And if I survived, that'd be the first thing I brought up in your legacy. See. That'd be the very first thing. I Yo, if when I die, like it's gonna be, it's gonna be a fun little eulogy. People are gonna be like, "And this motherfucker here, y'all didn't know about this part." Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I'm writing my um my living will with trust and everything, uh-huh. and there's a burial wishes. What am I? What am I getting? And <laughs> yeah, no, no, you get this for real. You get my microphone. Yeah. I already have it. You bought the same. You get the my same, microphone. Bought the same one I have. What am I getting? Though? <laughs> but this one has my my fingerprints on it. You can sell it Dog. at some point down the down the road, decades later. Dog, I I put this you in a museum. Somewhere. I put you in mind. You get you get access to the digital uh, microaggressive stuff. You you get to you, you get it. <laughs> the archive. You, you get the archive. <laughs> you get the Thank you get you. the password to the vault. Appreciate it. <laughs> I mean, I, we can negotiate some other shit. You could, you could have the records. You could have the records. You want the mixer? You could have the, you could have the whole. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't trust you now. You're gonna like, kill me for a mixer. You could get the whole. I like that bass guitar studio. I, okay, we could work this out. What am I getting in exchange? <laughs> I'd set the mic. Um, <laughs> we got the mm. mic. <laughs> you get a. Uh... My shoe collection. I don't have a shoe collection. You got some oh, yeah, small my records. Yeah, my records. Won't work for me. I don't want you. Right, maybe, like maybe, maybe, maybe I take. Maybe I take your record. I ain't trying to squeeze into I, some old I'll, shit. I'll, I'll figure something out. All right. I mean, me, me. I just want it written down so Mrs. J doesn't think I'm like <laughs> you know, just trying to <laughs> take shit out of my grief. <laughs> oh, so so back to that. So the burial wishes. Uh-huh. Um, so I put in there. Uh, you know, I don't care what you do, you know, cremate me, whatever. I, I don't care. But um, I think you all should have some sort of party. It doesn't have to be about me. Just bring me up like when you're taking a shot or or you could uh, get the ashes, throw it into a plant and um, make a tree. But, you know, whatever. And I essentially wrote that out a little more clear. Uh, but I told it to my mom and she got offended. And I don't know why you would take that so serious. I don't know. Uh, people ask me, uh, used to ask me what I would do. And I'm like, you could toss my body somewhere. Like, I'm, I'm dead. Like, I don't care. Um, <laughs> but I don't know why people get so offended by by that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Do you have your burial wishes uh, planned out? Yeah, I got I to gotta update all that shit. But um, yeah, I was like, hmm. I think I said cremate me. But is it something like, me oh, in... I want a casket and, you know. Nah, dude, don't spend money on that shit. Don't do not spend money on that shit. Yeah, it's a waste Cremate of money. Me, give my organs to somebody. Um, uh, donate my shit to science. So if I wanted to be real cheap, mm-hmm. <laughs> what you do mm-hmm. is you donate your body to to like a medical school, and then they dispose of it. Mm-hmm. That's free ninety nine right there. Or you end up in the um, remember those the bodies exhibit. Because <laughs> if you donate your body to science, yeah, it could be used for a multiple, multiple, multitude of things. Um, you know, yeah, you could be a colonoscopy cadaver. I don't know until they toss you out. Yeah, whatever. This, this body's a marvel. Learn off this. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was, <laughs> was like, just cremate me. Just like throw my ashes in Prospect Park or some shit. Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing big. All right. But back to what I'm getting in the will. So, what else we got? You can the have records. my TV. You can have my. Uh, I'm gonna watch records. Like if I get this freaking uh, 
SP2400, you can get that. Right. Oh, you right. can get my turntable, some old Newmark. Uh, I got the 1200s. I don't need some Newmarks. What's your Newmarks? really are bougie. Yeah. I'm not bougie. I don't need them. You're a true hipster, yeah. I know. Um, <laughs> all right. We'll negotiate. We'll negotiate. Yeah. All right. We will uh, We'll do this again next week. All right. Sounds good. All right. One. <laughs>